Welcome to the Lion's Nest Podcast. I'm Peggy, and I'm just a mom making it through motherhood one step at a time. Some days our kids are amazingly beautiful, and some days they kind of suck. But I want you to know you're not alone. I'm going through it too. So please join me. Because to be honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. Hello. Welcome back. Here we are. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm seriously so happy you're here. Um, If this is your first time, thank you for clicking and giving me a shot. If you come back regularly or sporadically, also thank you. Because of you is also why I'm here. And I want you guys to know how thankful I am for you. <laughs> that is something I always hope you know and that I in some way can portray through this podcast that I'm thankful for you. And I keep coming back every week because of you. Um, I'm not going to lie. This episode is going to be, is kind of hard for me. Um, we went through something recently and, um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it or how I wanted to talk about it. Um, but I'm here to share our life and what happens with us and, um, it, it can happen to anyone really, you know, so, um, so I'm, I'm here to share and, um, and so I, I know I'm having trouble with words. Um, we, you know, what was a I'll just start from the beginning. <laughs> um, so we were, it was like a, well, Saturday night and everybody was in bed. So we were going to sleep at like 10 o'clock and we had like had a fun event earlier that day and everything. And then, um, you know, we went to bed. I went to bed later than Luis. I tend to stay up a little bit later in general. Uh, I was like filing my nails or something silly. I think I went to bed at 12.30, um, and then at, like, around 1.30, Koa sort of, like, wakes us up by, like, barking like crazy, and she, like, ran to the door, and Luis and I both jumped up, because it was, like, so loud. We, like, both jumped up, and Luis went and looked towards the door, and he saw somebody at our door, and, um, then the person runs around the backside of our house. Well, we didn't know where he had gone, but he ran away from our door. And then all of a sudden we just hear two gunshots, like boom, boom. And like, we, we are gun owners. We are gun safety advocates. We are hunters. We, 
we know what gunshots are and what they sound like, right? So we literally immediately almost like like I like ducked, you know, like I like hit the floor almost. And so Sawyer cries. So he like runs downstairs, grabs Sawyer and puts brings her up into our bedroom and puts her in our bed. And Luis is like, call 911. Called 911. I like told them was like there was like at, at the time when I had called, I didn't realize he was actually at our door. Luis, I thought he just saw him like um, I didn't really like like see him at our door, I guess, in the commotion of things. Right. He's like, just call 911. I thought I was calling about the gunshot. So I was just like, OK, called and I told them about the gunshots outside of our house. And then um, and then Luis was like describing he's like no he was at our door and the the lady was like oh like the 911 operator and so then she's like let me talk to your husband so I can get more details about him and then they just say okay we'll send a like police out we're like okay and so they hang up with us and I call we have a neighbor call our neighbor because about two months ago a similar situation happened like this and we had slept through it. So, um, this same person had come in our yard and shot off a gun and then our neighbors had woken up and they had called the cops and he was arrested at the time. Um, he has mental health issues and so they had taken him to get help. Um, he apparently lives a couple doors down with a neighbor of ours. And so this time he come back came to our house last time he was just in our yard this time he was at our house for some reason and we call our neighbor they had woken up and um they were like yeah we she's like i she had heard the shots and woke up and had like you know kind of looked out the window and we have very similar style houses basically like the same exact style layout you know so she looked out the windows and could see a car parked in front of our house and um <clears throat> she's like okay we'll be safe and we're like okay I just wanted to let her know what was happening and then we have security cameras and then our backyard security cameras started going off and are alerting us and he was in our backyard running around hiding looking in our back door slider back door like looking at the handles like he wasn't aggressive by any means but it's still like still violating right and so then we call back to 911 and we had seen so like right before our alarm our cameras were alerting us we had seen um like a cop car come by like no noise like right they didn't have their sirens on but we saw their lights but that was it. They didn't come to our door, nothing. And so we were like, okay. Like they were just patrolling by, I guess, like just looking. And obviously he was in our backyard, so they didn't see him out front. And so then I call back to 911. I don't know where the cop had gone then, but I like called back to 911 and I'm like, he's in my backyard. Like he's like looking in my doors. Like I feel unsafe. So then 911 like stayed on the line with me and they're like, we'll get police there as soon as we can, you know? They show up like 20 minutes. It felt like forever, you know. I think it was probably 20 minutes, but he had been in our backyard for like 30, 40 minutes. And 
we, the cops showed up and we had told them like, um, Luis answers the door. The one thing that I feel very thankful for is that Sawyer slept through it. Sawyer, after she had woke up and cried, he brought her into her bed and she passed out. She's totally fine. Didn't notice. I sat on the ground next to her. Like I didn't even get in my bed. Like I just sat there and Luis stayed like the way our house kind of works like he stayed outside of our door in this like hallway that was like in front of our door right so um and then Koa was like in the middle of us like I've never felt so like like they they were Koa and Luis were gonna protect us (laughs) no matter what um I've never felt so thankful for Koa's bark in my entire life like I always used to be like, oh my god, quit barking, quit barking, but her bark, hands down, I will never tell her to be quiet again. I'm so thankful. And, um, so the cops, like, show up, and Luis answers, and he's like, he's on this side of our, our house, and he has a gun, and they were just like, and then the guy's like, okay, uh, I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna come out, right, and so he like gives himself up but he like they couldn't he had jumped our fence so like he didn't go through a gate and so they're trying to like get him out and he just comes around they asked him like are you armed and he was just like no 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 and so they believed him and he came around and talked to him and he had told this elaborate story that he was hiding from a gang that had been chasing him throughout the night and apparently our yard was a safe space, I guess. I'm apparently he was looking for help is what we understand. But um he was trespassing and he like he knocked on our door and had like checked to see if like we were there, I guess. I'm not really sure, but all of it was very like violating and felt very unsafe, right? Like we didn't know um what he was doing or why he was doing it and we know that he shot off a gun and we had told the cops that and they were like no 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 he was just carrying a flashlight like he had this like big round like plastic with a handle flashlight and Luis is like no I know that wasn't it and the cop was just like yep that was it and he's like well can you just check our backyard and they're like for a gun and they were like no they're like no no like he doesn't have it on him we we're not gonna we can't look through his car and we're just like okay and pretty much like they tell him to leave and he leaves and the cops were just like okay here's the case number have a good night and it was just so unsettling right because I mean I do think like, they can't arrest for trespassing these days or anything like that. And I do think the cops were doing what they thought. But we had deliberately asked them, like, please just look in our backyard. And they were just like, no. And the next morning, you know, we barely got any sleep. It was like by by that time after everything left, it was like 3.30. You know, barely sleep till 4.30. We, we finally fell asleep and then Sawyer woke up at 7.30. So, like no real sleep and it wasn't really sleep because it was just like your heart is beating and your half of you is like in protection mode the other half of you is scared right like it it's such a weird thing to me that now you know like I mean I'm 30 years old right but you don't imagine yourself like having to be brave like that you don't imagine 
thinking I need to protect my kid, but I have to be the one who's brave and like almost like hide being scared in a way because it was scary. It was very unsettling. I mean, Luis was like, I'm so thankful for him. He's so calm and collected and very like he's in protection mode, you know, like he will protect us at all costs. And so like that is so nice. But it's still just like so just like it gives you like that knots in your stomach that you just like can't get rid of. And so we wake up. I had pre-planned to take Sawyer to a pumpkin patch to meet some of my like my stepmom and her family. And so I was like, I'm going to go. And Lisa was like, okay, I'm going to. He had some things to do. And so then he just said he had like a gut feeling that he needed to go check our backyard, you know, and like we have this one like kind of like side of our house that the guy was on and he goes over there and the guy had tossed the gun in our yard and so then like he calls the police of course he doesn't touch it takes a picture calls the police they show up they talk more we get our neighbors involved you know they talk more and stuff like that and so it's like like why like you know like why couldn't they have checked that night it would have been so simple. Louis said it was so easy to find. And then that gave us more knots in our stomach, right? Because then it's like, because we're, un, you know, he does have some like mentally unstableness happening that like, you don't know what's going through his mind or if he wants to come back or whatever, knows that he left it there. You know, we're unsure. Everything is unknown, you know? Yes, he wasn't aggressive towards us but he didn't see us right he just saw our house and it's just one of those things where you just don't know everything is you don't know so the cop had recommended us to file an anti-harassment order um so that if he did show up again they could but you know get him help and I want him to find help I want that to happen so I need to so we don't feel unsafe you know like you don't want to feel not safe in your house especially when you have a kid like especially you know and then it now it like makes me think I'm like why do I like all these like I used I mean I still I guess still still love crime documentaries and um murder shows and criminal minds i love criminal minds but then now all i'm thinking is like oh my god in criminal minds this is what happens and they still get in the house even if you like lock all your doors and all this stuff and so i've been having to like calm myself down and be like no 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 your doors are locked you're safe you know you can protect yourself in your own home But it's just like a level of anxiety I was not anticipating to be having. And so, you know, we did file the anti-harassment order. We were granted one for now until we have more of a court hearing. And we did get a call from a detective um, from the police department that is going to try to see if they can get some more mental health help for him and see if like that will help because I don't want him to keep coming back to our house and for some reason the cops had told us that sometimes with mental health scenarios 
they go back to something that's familiar. And for some reason, our house and our neighbor's house is something that is familiar. And so we're hoping that we can solve that. But it's just... And it's and then, then it's hard, right? Because we're trying to then not show Sawyer, right? Like she heard us like and she listens so much. They listen so much and they hear so much. And um I had talked to my mom about it and of course like had her on speaker and talked to like some other people, I've been talking to my neighbor about it and you know Sawyer was like asking, like, Oh yeah. Or she said, oh, that guy, why did he shoot that gun? You know, we were just like, what are you talking about? And we, like, trying to, like, hide some of it. Because I don't want her to feel my anxiety about any of this. You know, it's not for her to feel. I need her to feel safe and protected. And that's my job, right? Like, that's my job. Like, I have to, like, put some of my (laughs) fears to the side and say, no, I'm here to protect you, my child. You know, and of course, like in moments you, you fly into protection or mama bear mode or, you know, things like that. But it's the after effect. There is like the the feelings that are residing afterwards that I'm, I'm finding to be a little hard. And, you know, it's like during the day is totally fine. Like we do our thing. It's always that like nighttime where like. I'm sometimes a little, not a little afraid to go to sleep, but it just gives me like a, okay, like, are we going to wake up tonight to something, you know? And then on top of it, like, I think I talked about in the last episode, Sawyer's been waking up in the middle of the night crying. And so before this had happened, she was doing that. And so we're going through this stage right now of her waking up. Like it was sometimes, it was like, always seemed around 2 something a.m., 2 a.m. ish. She'd wake up and cry. And lately it's been like, she goes to sleep. She wakes up. And I don't know if she's just dreaming and, like, that is scary to her or whatever it is. Or if it's the time of year with, like, Halloween and because she's dreaming, you know, that's what she's seeing. Because I do that. Like, if I've watched a show a lot, then I dream about it, you know. And so maybe now she's dreaming about those things. But last night she had woken up at, like, 1130. And then she woke up at 2. And so at 2 a.m. I went in there and I just, like, laid in her bed. And then I slept. And we woke up at when Louise left at 730. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, here I am sleeping in her bed. We've never co-slept, co-sleep, whatever. Like, never bed shared, ever. When she was a tiny baby, she was always in her crib. It was not a big deal. And now I'm literally, like, either she's sleeping in my bed or I'm sleeping in hers. Like, <laughs> It's so weird. I didn't expect to go through that at three and a half, you know. And then, so, but I'm trying to, like, protect her from my anxiety, right? So, and which, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, I suffer from car anxiety. (laughs) That's a thing. And it wasn't until, like, the other day I was thinking about this. I was like, oh, I was like, why am I? I would, like, freak myself out just a little, right? Where, like. I walk by my stairs, which is like by my door. And I was like, what if I saw a head in the window? You know, and it's like, don't think like that. Like I am trying to like get out of my own head. And it's like things like I do when I'm in the car. I'm in the car and I like start to get car anxiety. I just tell myself like either like, well, if I'm a passenger, (laughs) what I like 
I'm driving. But I'll like close my eyes and I'll take a deep breath and be like, you're okay. And so I've just been trying to tell myself the same thing where like, don't tell yourself that you're going to maybe see somebody's head in a window, which would be like, obviously like terrifying for anybody. <laughs> but I'm trying to remind myself like, don't be scared. Like at the end of the day, he wasn't aggressive, right? He was also scared, but it's still unsettling and feels violating for it to happen in your own backyard and at your house and, you know, in front of you. So I'm just trying to remember to stay strong and to know that all of our doors are locked and our windows are locked and we are safe. That's what I have to remind myself and that we will get past this and we'll be fine and he will find the help that he needs and move on. So it's going to be okay. It's just, it's like a hard thing that you just don't expect to go through and you know, I don't want to leave an imprint on Sawyer about this. Like I want her to always feel safe at her home or with us no matter what and so that's what I'm trying to do that's what I'm trying to do for myself (laughs) um but it's hard it's really hard and I'm gonna be okay we're all gonna be okay you know I hope that you haven't been through something like this you know that Or if you have, you know, like, how did you get through it? Did you, what tips and tricks do you have? Um, I'd love to know. I'd love to know, you know. Or maybe one day you just don't think about it anymore. You know, that happens a lot with a lot of things. Um, Things you think are going to be really traumatic, and then one day you're not thinking about it as much, so... I know it's slow paced and some things are a little going to be a little uneasy, but it's going to be fine. And I'm going to make sure that Sawyer only sees the happiness, hopefully. I mean, you know. So tell me what you think or if you've gone through something like this, how you've gone through it. Or hopefully you haven't, you know. I really do hope that, like, um... So thank you for listening. It actually did feel really good to kind of get this out in a way because I sort of at preschool right now and like gave me a good time to record this and I feel better talking about it. It does help a lot and you know, I just, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine and we're, we're going to be okay. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I think this is more of just a um, let's get off what's on my chest sort of thing. I don't know if there's any sort of helpfulness or any. I'm not really sure. (laughs) Right? Like my whole theme. Like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know if I'm doing this right. Who knows? You know, I'm getting through this correctly. Or if sheltering Sawyer is the best way to go. You know, I don't know but I'm going to do my best and that's all I can do as you are doing. 
So please, if you have any comments or concerns or anything, or if you just want to chat with me, please email me at thelionsnestpodcast at gmail.com. And my Instagram is thelionsnest.podcast. If you need a reminder, check out the show notes. I hope you have a fantastic day, and I'll be back next week. Bye.